Blog Talk Radio. Listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, international HCG diet coach, author, and creator of HCG Body for Life, Colin F. Watson. HCG Body for Life, for the body of your life. You're listening to HCG. All right, this is Colin. <clears throat> Welcome. Uh, you know, I was kind of curious on how much uh, how much attention we would get to this particular topic here on uh, the vegetarian HCG diet because there's not a lot of vegetarians out there. But yet, I've had this question asked. Oh, I can't tell you how many times that people that have um, wanted to do this protocol that are uh, non-meaters, and um, so I decided I was going to do this topic um, last week. And even though I'm not a vegetarian, I've never lived a vegetarian lifestyle, I thought it would be important just to get, like I said, I bring information that people ask about um, because I want this protocol to be available for everyone from different parts of, um, you know, different lifestyles and diets. But I also, in, in, in uh, just it's, you know, circumstances and you know, recent, recent, recently meeting a new acquaintance last week, uh, right after I decided to talk about this show, um, a lot of things came together, a lot of research, I started doing some research, and I really found some, some fascinating information that also brought me back to some feedback that I've had from several clients throughout throughout the years, and it all came together. So I thought it would be a great time to share this conversation. And ironically, we don't have a lot of people on the call today because it, it, they think it doesn't pertain to them. And what's what's really uh, funny is that I'm going to be talking about a very specific type of vegetarian diet um, that almost anybody can do, and actually many people are already doing it on the HC diet protocol and getting getting tremendous results and don't don't know why. I'm going to help explain that, and that actually by missing this call, you probably missed out on an opportunity to lose 25 to 30% more body fat while on the protocol just by tweaking a couple little things in your diet that I'm going to talk about today. So, um, you know, don't have a sound check here today because I got no feedback from, from people. So we're just, I'm just going to go ahead and do this show, and then you guys can listen to the, play, the playback, and, uh, and you'll find out if it's valuable or not. But first off, I want to um, talk a little bit about the, you know, the kind of the, I'd be crazy not to talk about all the craziness going on with the ACG market. I wanted to clear up some, you know, some misnomers or some, you know, rumors out there so people understand that, like, like I said, I don't believe in fear mongering and, and having people panic about this protocol that if it, you know, that is disappearing tomorrow. I don't believe that to be the case. I want to kind of give some facts, also share some exciting stuff that we uh, have, are implementing that I think will make it a lot, um, It'll be benefit, it'll be beneficial for the entire HCG diet market, um, so I wanted to cover that. And I see people starting to line, come on the show right now, so that's good. Welcome. I'm glad we have an audience. So now that I see people coming on the line, I want to do a sound check. And just can you can you press one on your phone? Let me know you can hear me. I'm using a new headset, wireless headset, and I want to make sure that I'm coming through and not not talking to myself. So press one on your phone. Um, your hand will come up, and I'll just know you can hear me. Perfect. Okay. Thank you for doing that. <clears throat> Everyone else, push one. Just want to make sure that it's not just one person that accidentally hit their button. Uh, if you're on the call right now, just press one on your phone. Thank you. Okay, appreciate it. If you press one again, put your hand down. All right. So if you just joined the call, um, the topic we're talking about today is um, uh, vegetarian HE diet protocol. At least, at least more importantly, I wanted to talk about the protein choices 
um, for the protocol. Because that seems to be the biggest difficulty that a lot of vegetarians have in trying to get enough protein in, in the diet. I think even Dr. Simeon's talked about um, um, vegetarians usually lose less weight um, because of the, the difficulty in getting protein. Before I get into that, though, I'm going to complete what I'm saying. That um, for those of you guys that have you know heard the reports of you know two of our uh, you know pharmacies that that we've been using for years um, that you know had an announcement on Friday that they were no longer selling ACG kind of set a panic in the marketplace. Um, people had rumors that the FDA came in and shut them down. So I want to I talked to I talked to Eric you know at the, at the Reliable Escrow uh, and talked to him. We emailed back and forth. He, he clarified some issues. So I want to clarify it because like I said I've stood behind them for years. I still think they're a great company. Um, they they've always provided the very best of service. Um, and, and even the recent moves that we've made in, in securing our own um, vendors has nothing to do with them. But it just I, I wanted I kind of wanted to have a preemptive strike on the market. So uh, you know, a few months ago, when uh, uh, pharmacy escrow shut their doors suddenly, uh, people were kind of suspect of what happened there. And I believe that that was more about you know probably some improper bookkeeping that had to do with anything having to do with the FDA. Now, um, the FDA did have something to do with Reliable's uh, uh, temporary, uh, which I hope is temporary, not selling ACG, but it wasn't a direct hit to them or to the marketplace. Um, basically, from what I what I got from Eric is that um, due to the them making the, uh, the homeopathic ACG illegal at this point and bringing that information public, their credit card processing company um, got wind of that, um, and basically the FDA notified Visa that um, they're no longer, uh, you know, they're no longer uh, allowing this product to be sold. Um, but they didn't make it different. They didn't make it clear the differentiation between homeopathic ACG and ACG. People just see ACG and, and lump it all in one category, which is one of the battles that, that I've been battling as, a, as an ACG diet coach and as an information provider that they are not one and the same. Um, so what happened is that the credit card processing company basically said, we're no longer processing your orders. Since, as you guys know, they've ordered from the pharmacy, they only took Visa or, or personal check um, because MasterCard, you know, made a, you know, a, a draw, a, you know, to a, to a line in the sand a year ago that they were no longer going to process orders from overseas pharmacies anyway. It only left them with one payment option, which is Visa. Visa came in and said, we just found out it's legal. We're not going to be processing these orders. So for them to to comply, they 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 basically um, pulled all the ACG from their shelves or not from their shelves. Basically, they stopped their provider, told their providers they couldn't sell it, and they exited the market. Um, their hope is that they'll be able to clear up this issue and and that this is only a temporary blow to you know to the ACG market. <clears throat> but indeed, they're definitely out of the market for a little while. It could be a month, it could be two months. And they even said, make it clear to people that, you know, this issue is not cleared up yet, so we can't even promise that we'll be back in a month, is our, is our hope that we'll be back in a month. Well, when it happened to pharmacy escrow, um, to me, that was kind of like, you know, the light on to, to see, you know, I didn't want to have all my eggs in one basket. So I basically started looking uh, for ways to actually reach the direct Vendors, in other words, you know, I've always had a dream. Of, you know, I wanted to be in pharmacy escrow's position. I didn't want to be a customer. I wanted to be in their position. And I took a quote from Wayne Gretzky, and those of you guys are on my list, you probably read this, that when Wayne Gretzky was asked by a TV reporter how he was able to score so many goals in his illustrious career, he said, I, I, I give least attention to where the puck is, and I, and I basically... And I basically see, I think of where the puck is going to be, and, and then I push, and I'm there. I put myself there, and that's how he was able to 
um, score so many goals. He looked beyond where, where he looked beyond the present and, and looked where where could his puck possibly be going. So I'm gonna make sure I'm there. He positioned himself to be in the right place at the right time. Well, that's what we've been doing over the last several months, and luckily it's just timing. It's just divine timing. I'm telling you, it couldn't have come any better that we secured relationships directly with the vendors um, that produce and, and, and um, supply the HCG um, and basically made our own connection. And that means we put us in a position right now, a pretty good position, because we're one of the few people that actually have it. And I wanted to make sure we were still bringing the same low prices and the same high-quality product. I saw people that they were you know, all of a sudden the price of the HCG went up to $50 a vial, like, like oil. All of a sudden they saw a weakness in the market and started taking advantage of the consumer. Never been that way. I don't plan on playing that game now. And, and so, um, luckily for us, we have a, a pretty good, you know, um, a very good relationship now and that we're able to supply these orders. And people will suspect, like, how did I suddenly be able to do this when the market just disappeared and the FDA closed it down? That's not what happened, guys. The FDA is still, is, has not gone after pharmaceutical ATG. It is going after the homeopathic market. If they're going to go after the pharmaceutical, they have to actually retract their approval on ACG as a as a fertility drug and other and other things they use it for. And I don't see them going to that drastic length. They had a, they had a viable reason for why they wanted to go after the homeopathic market. Um, I don't completely disagree with them. Um, therefore, it is what it is. But you know, we don't know what's going to happen. It is an uncertain time. But what you got to do is function in the present and do what you got to do. So these are the facts. Pharmacy escrow and all day chem. I mean, I mean, reliable pharmacy and all day chemists may be back on the market in a very short period of time. They may not. Um, my guess is they probably will be once they secure either a new payment processor or clear things up with Visa. We'll be back in the market. We are in a position that we we have ATG from our vendors. We can we can deliver ATG and the fact it's nice that we take all major credit cards and we ship to almost every country except for Africa, Indonesia, and a couple other places. So places like Canada and the UK, they were off limits to the other pharmacies. We, are, we, are, we don't have those limitations, and we take Visa, MasterCard, American Express, and PayPal. This is opening up the possibility because people didn't have visas, they were frustrated, they didn't know how to get it. So hopefully we reposition ourselves that we're actually making it easier for people and not harder. We're also going to be creating our own website because we realize there are other people out there that are promoting, selling, coaching ATG. And if we want to be able to help facilitate their needs for ATG while the reliable is out of, the quest, out of the market or if they come back or not, we also don't want to give them unfair disadvantage of having to deal with our products and our services in the same place. To me, that would not be fair. So we're diligently working on putting up our own Another site, you guys are going to get just another site. I don't know if you have enough of them. Yes, we do. But this is for this is for the betterment of everybody else. We're also adding more ATG products um, that, the, that the vendor has. I just have not been able to add them yet because they're different price points, different shipping costs, and it's really hard to do with the current site I have right now. And uh, we're also going to be having 2,000 IUs and 10,000 IUs for people that want that as well. So good news is that we really kind of we really kind of found the puck at the right time in the right place. We're really blessed for that, and we're and we're also blessed that we're happy to be able to provide a service to everybody else. So that's that's it about the the ACG market. There's no conspiracy going on. It's just basically miscommunication or you know having like I said them having only one payment processor or one way to process payments. Put them in a little bit of a, a vicarious situation. I do believe it will come out of it, so um, you guys don't have to panic. It's it's available um, either now or later, so, but it's still available. So with that said, let's talk. Let's cover the topic at hand, and we'll open the call up later. Uh, if you guys have any questions about this topic or any other topic, uh, that's what we're here for. So vegetarian diet. I mean, 
as I started to say earlier, that you know, Dr. Simeon did not really create a vegetarian diet. He didn't say that vegetarians couldn't do the protocol, but he did say that in most cases they would they would they would average lower lower numbers as far as pounds and inches because of the protein the challenges of trying to get enough nutrients in a vegetarian diet. Now, I'm not a vegetarian, so those of you who are that may be on the call who live that lifestyle. Um, some some people say there's plenty of uh, plenty of protein in in in, um, in the vegetarian diet. Some say they don't. I'm just giving you information that I've either researched, had feed, feedback from from clients. Um, I'm not an expert in the vegetarian diet, and I, and I plan on finding one too. But I want to tell you a true story how this 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 new or how this other vegetarian diet, which I didn't know existed until just a little while ago, just to show you, I, I'm sharing new stuff that I found out that I found fascinating, but. Um, I'd already put the topic up there because I do have some uh, protein choices that you can add to our our diet protocol, our recipes, blend them in there along with the vegetables that are allowed. You can still have some variety of meals. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about as far as if you're a vegetarian, how you can do it and still get some higher protein um, with other things that I'm going to talk about. But I'm also going to talk about another type of uh, a diet that actually many people have been doing by accident on the HD diet protocol, especially a lot of women, and having really good success. And now I finally took, I finally bridged the gap in my mind of what their success and actually was able to put a name to it of what exactly they were doing to get that kind of success. And I'm not talking about usually women don't average, you know, you talk about men average a pound a day or more, and that's kind of easy to come by. Women have a harder time reaching those numbers. They can go from, you know, half a pound to three quarters to a pound on some days, maybe in the beginning. But when we talk about averages, we're talking about over the lifespan of a 40-day or 30-day or 60-day protocol, you have to look at your average weight loss, and it comes out to be, in most cases, under a pound a day. But I do have some research back from feedback back from women that I've coached that did this particular pro, pro, uh, diet plan eating this way, and maybe I didn't know, know what it was, but just chose to do it because of their taste uh, or, how they, or the food they liked. So it's going to be interesting. So anyway, Jane and I went to go to, we, we're UFC fans, and we love going to the UFC fight, and there's a couple places that we go to. One's actually in the valley, you know, a few miles, you know, a, good, a good 25 miles from our house, but we go there because we like the atmosphere, and it's, and it's a really cool place called the Spit and Chicken, and they have another one next door called the Something Bull. And we had some friends who were going to meet there, um, a good friend of Jane's, she's known her for years. I've known her less because Jane's known her for a very long time before I met her. And she was coming with her new boyfriend, and we were going to meet them and watch the fights. And so we walk in, we were about, because um, we were coming in traffic on a Friday night, we were a little bit, about an hour late, but in time to see the fights. And we got there, and, and we, and we um, came in, and we said hello. And, uh, and her boyfriend name was Eddie, and, and, and he was a you know, good-looking guy, um, very healthy-looking and he had this big, huge burger on his plate. And I was like, man, that's a huge burger. And he goes, that's a veggie burger. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's a huge veggie burger. To me, it looked like a burger. I mean, but it was huge, though. I mean, literally, I want to say, I don't know, five inches wide and three inches thick or two and a half inches thick. And I was like, wow. And as I looked around the table, I mean, you know, had a cocktail. He had, you know, that veggie burger. And they had already eaten some other stuff. And in the conversation, um, I, got, I got a burger. And he goes, what is that, a burger? And I said, yeah, isn't that what you answer? And he goes, oh, and I go, he goes, oh I don't eat, eat meat. And, I, and he goes, well, I'm a vegetarian. And I went, really? And and um, Jamie's friend was also a, a vegetarian. And I was like, wow. Well, he said, then he said, well, well, actually, I'm a I'm a pescatarian. And I said, a what? And I'm thinking, and I'm saying, a pescatarian? He goes, I'm a pescatarian. You know, you know, it was, 
I don't eat meat, but I eat vegetables and I eat seafood. I eat fish and, and um, I eat vegetables, legumes, um, nuts, um, grains, and I eat seafood. And I was like, wow, really? Now, the reason why that's significant, because I, I, I choose the people in my life to listen to based on a, based on a, a few criteria. So if you are, if you are a, a physical trainer, a personal trainer, I'm going to look at you first and, and see if you look like a personal trainer, if you are actually indeed healthy. Um, and, and to me, if you, if you, if you don't have the credibility by living the way you look or living your, your profession, it takes, that takes a little bit of pause for me. Um, so now to get back to Eddie, Eddie is 52 years old. He's two years older than me. Eddie looked like he was 42 years old. Eddie was about maybe, I want to say 5'11, 6 foot, um, 190 pounds and 7% body fat, extremely lean. And he started to tell me about his lifestyle. He started to tell me that he'd been a pescatarian for three years. Um, he chose to switch over um, into that into this lifestyle. And usually they say the pescatarian uh, diet is the is the step that people take going to full to full vegetarians. But a lot of people get to the pescatarian level of eating fish, seafood, and and, and, and removing the meats and animal flesh products. Uh, and just kind of stay there and ends up being really good for them because, you know, obviously fish has a lot of omega-3 fatty acids. It's got a lot of high in protein, very good for the body. But he was explaining to me that he literally weighed the same weight three years prior. So he didn't really, he, he didn't lose weight per se, but he went from about 30% body fat to 7% body fat. So he literally went, he really morphed himself from his body fat percentages to 7% body fat. And I say 52, lean healthy and that's when people get my attention when you look you look good and you have a lifestyle and you live it and it shows up you get my attention so i and i was kept asking questions throughout the night because i was so fascinated because, especially because i'd never heard of it before i literally had never heard the word before now i wanted when i you know by taking latin in college i kind of got that you know pest is like this you know it's kind of like italian italian or spanish it means fish and pest so i kind of got the correlation of pescatarian but I was just fascinated by by the whole lifestyle. So then I asked him why. I'm like, you know, okay, well, okay, why not the chicken? I mean, I thought meat I could understand. I mean, everybody's got a good argument about meat, but why not chicken? Why not turkey? And then he went on to share that, well, um, when you start understanding how how you know chickens are raised and how beef is raised and and, and, and a lot of different philosophy. Anybody with any kind of diet uh, lifestyle can can give you a good argument why they eat that way. And 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 so it doesn't make it right or wrong, good or bad. But everyone's got to. I think they usually have a very viable argument. Um, but he started talking about you know the fact you know you know birds are very dirty, and then you have you know you have you know then they, you know it's a lot of disease, and there's a lot of you know you have to worry about you know salmonella and the and the way that you know and then of course it's a you know if you're an animal lover and animal activist, I mean it's cruelty to animals, and there's a whole lot of philosophies you can go with. And I'm not picking science here; I'm just giving information about the philosophies. So I started doing my own. I do what I do, but I, I did something in my head that's something new. And I don't understand it, or I want to understand. I want to know more. I just started. I came home. I got on the computer. I started researching what this was, what the diet consists of. And he told me he told me what he ate and you know and how what he ate every day and how and you know how he did that. But I wanted to find out really why. What were the theories behind it? And I'm gonna share some of those with you. And like I said, I'm not swaying anybody anyway. But I'm gonna give you some feedback from clients now that actually did this and didn't know they were doing it. They may have, but I didn't know they were doing it and, and what how that turned out to to be a pretty positive thing and how you can utilize it. So and then we'll cover the vegetarian protein choices um, for those of you who care. 
and then I'll probably email this stuff out so you can a lot of information. So I started doing some research, and they started. So I re- researched on the, you know the reason you know basically pescatarians they don't um, use, like I said they don't use uh, they don't eat any uh, land dwelling animals. Um, they basically eat a very um, you know it's actually it's a very vast you know diet. I mean they eat eggs and fruits and legumes, um, low fat dairy products, nuts, vegetables, and whole grains. Um, they, don't, they really don't eat you know, you know refined sugars or flour, but they can. It's not limited. It's not. It's not. They can't have that. It's, it basically, it's about it's about meat and and fowl and land land bearing animals. But um, in looking over the different diet plans that I saw, a lot of that uh, was off the table. It's mostly mostly stuff that the body naturally is supposed to be able to assimilate easily that's not processed. Um, so when they start, I started reading about the chickens, and, and they started you know explaining that they the chickens you know you see when you hear free range animals, and that's the argument between. Um, uh, organic and non-organic. They have free-range, where the chickens get the rain, you know, they get the roam of the, you know, the land. They're not caged in the cage, and you have caged, um, you know, uh, or farmed animals, you know, where they're packed in a bunch of cages, and, I, and they, they're stuck with steroids. I started reading what they were saying. They said number one, they cut off their beaks because the birds are all, they're so close in proximity, they're pecking each other, and it causes sores and disease. So to minimize the sores and the disease, they cut off their beaks, which is pretty. <laughs> pretty bad by itself because uh, they're still alive and they're living that way. Then apparently they inject the, the chicken breasts with so many hormones that actually the chicken's breasts grow so large that they can't even stand up. So they're toppling over and in most cases their legs break. So what happens if you have a chicken that's getting fatter and fatter by the day but stays pretty much in the same spot because it can't walk um, pretty much waddling in its own feces and basically, and many of them die because of the, because of the, they can't move in the quarters. So that's where you have the concern with the disease, um, having live animals among dead animals, dead carcasses and the whole nine yards, which you get a visual of that. It's pretty powerful. Um, I'm sure you've all heard about how meat, you know, how meat is processed and the, you know, the fact that you know, some animals, they slip, they said they slip the throats of, of cows. Uh, it's like a machine that holds them upside down by their legs and they slide across the belt and then there's a blade, a blade excuse me a blade comes down and it slits their throats and it's supposed to basically kill them but a lot of times it doesn't it doesn't cut them uh, it doesn't kill them and it cuts them really badly so they're bleeding and they're still alive and, and then they of course you know farmed animals that are packed in the same kind of um, uh, quarters real close quarters where they there's a disease and the thing is that um, you probably hope with the dead chicken they probably don't 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 bring that to market, but there's a lot of diseased animals that they bring to market as long as they're alive they're still they're still processing them as meat products. But one of the big things that I get I don't go as morbid as all the disease and all that kind of stuff. I just think to myself it's the hormones whatever they're injecting themselves these birds with and these animals with to make them bigger fatter and heavier and you guys have talked you guys heard me talk about the the reason why the portions were too small because when you have a chicken that's been injected with salt water and hormones it may weigh heavier but you're still getting less protein these are one of the things that I was talking about but now i had to read about it and get a more visual about it which kind of made, made a good argument but then the argument talked about take you back a little bit and people will say what caveman ate ate meat and that's how we kind of came about this, you know, make, you know, killing animals for meat, meat products. And then he started breaking it down, which makes a lot of sense to me. It may, it may or may not to you, but I'm just going to tell you what I've read and, and, and bring it to you. You guys can do what you want with it. They said, you know, basically 
that, uh, you know, being a caveman in those times, you know, life was seasonal. In other words, you had your spring where you had your fruits and your seasonal fruits and your nuts and your vegetables were plenty. And then you had your winters where, where those things were not available. And all of a sudden, man, man became carnivores because you had to hunt, to kill, to get this meat, and then cut the animal open and eat it raw until they learned how to cook it. And back then, it was being slaughtered and eaten right away. There was no story. You know, they eat it, and they, they carcass, they feed everybody, and they leave the carcass alone because it start to rot. Well, you know, they say that man was not meant to be a true carnivore. The true carnivores, like lions and tigers and and, and animals that actually hunt and lead, and they're, that's their design to hunt and, and, and kill uh, mammals, have very long, you know, bicuspids or fangs, and, and their teeth are designed to tear in the flesh and rip it apart and chew it up and actually, you know, break it down to where they can digest it. Digest it. But also what I didn't know is that animals, which makes perfect sense, I have a new puppy now, animals have a very short digestive tract. So basically they chew the meat, they take the nutrients from it, and then they, and they eliminate it very quickly, sometimes in a matter of hours. Like our puppy, we can feed it in a matter of, in, within an hour, it's already pushing out when it's just ate. Um, but man has an intestinal tract that's a mile and a half long, and basically it takes now, you know, two days to three days for that meat to process through the system. And while it's doing that, especially raw or cooked, it's actually now breaking down, fermenting. You know, it's it's causing it's it's, trying, it's it's basically turning into a big fungus ball all the way through the system. Hence, it's not really we're really not designed to process the meats. Now that could be theory, that could be fact. I mean, it sounds factual to me, but I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a scientist. I'm just giving you information, but it makes sense to me. So I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. So then we kind of go off into this category. Okay, well, meat still good can be good for you, and chicken still be good for you if you went organic, um, because you're eliminating the hormones, you're eliminating the caged, you know, the caged animal environment, you're eliminating um, most of the disease factor, and yet there's a big there's been a huge argument for this protocol being done strictly. Um, Organic, and I'll talk to you about that our organic um, process or experience as well with the protocol. But this is the kind of information I got. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of fascinating. And mind you, I got all this information before I even, I mean, after I already booked this show, because all I was going to talk to you about here, you can add these protein choices, because that's what the question people: what protein can we use as vegetarians in order to do this protocol and get enough protein? So I had a bunch of, a list of a bunch of stuff that I know and don't know, heard of and didn't heard of that I was going to give you, which I still will, but I started looking, oh, this is fascinating. So let's just talk about why this. Because I, I put a pretty, I, I had a big, pretty big subject in my thing. That I was going to deliver to you some information on why you're going to lose more weight, and this is why. And I think you already probably figured it out. I had a lot of women, especially, and, and I say women only for the fact that women are the ones that actually gave me the feedback of why they would give that they would these what they were eating and these were their numbers. But I have, I've had a lot of, and I say a lot. I said good hand, two handfuls. Let's say 10, 12, 15, 20 people maybe over the last couple of years. Uh, but especially in the last year or so, that have just by choice said, you know what, they don't really like beef, they really don't like, um, you know, turkey or chicken that much, so they're just going to do seafood. They're just going to have the fish and the shrimp and the scallops and the crab meat and their vegetables, and they're going to just use the, and the fruit that's allowed, and that's what they're going to do. But it was not, it was, it was, at first it was a coincidence, but then it became kind of obvious to me that, Everyone that did this, every woman that did this seemed to have extremely high numbers in fat loss, extremely easy fat loss, and very little stalls. I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. Why is that? And I didn't really think about it. I just thought I, that's why I gave recommended to you know, women I closely say, look, you know what? 
I've had feedback that you lose the meat, especially meat I knew that for some women, um, the, the steak is not a real good choice because it's high in fat and women aren't having a lot of fat in your body. You don't want to add more to it. It's probably not a good choice. Some women respond really well, but the majority don't. Um, but I didn't think about the chicken and the turkey, and I, but I just gave people feedback. I have, I have clients, you know, they're kind of just doing the seafood thing. They seem to be doing really well. Try it. You like it. I have some people go, I can't stand seafood. Great. If you don't like seafood, this is not for you. But if you do, this is an option for you to take under take into consideration. So by then, and think about this is the reason why. Fish is very low in fat. Um, the calorie count is low. It's very clean protein. You've got a lot of the omega-3 fatty acids, which is one of the supplements that I tell people to take on the protocol when it said don't take any supplements. I said take omega-3s. What about the oil? What about the calories? Take them because your body needs them. Well, interesting enough, you're eating a high fish, you know, high seafood diet gives you a lot of omega-3s, which is great for the body, great for the metabolism. And, it, I mean, it's, it's something the body absolutely needs to have. And a lot of full-blown vegetarians that don't eat any fish um, get a lot. They have to take, and most of them have to take these um, omega-3 supplements in order just to feel right, to feel healthy, because our body has to have them, and it does not produce them. So we have to get them from our diet. So this was extremely interesting. So I was like, huh, well, you know what? It's kind of, the bells went off just recently by going to this research in the last couple of days going, wow, there's some theory. So after... Um, Talking to Eddie, after doing my research, I came home and Jenny goes, I have RC to look in your face. I said, yeah, you know what? I know we have some steaks and some chicken and some turkey in the freezer, but I'm going out to get more fish because for the next 30 days, I'm going to try this pescatarian diet. Not doing ATG. I'm just going to go just see seafood and the vegetables and eat how we eat. Just take out, the, take out the chicken, take out the beef, take out the turkey, just do seafood and see how I feel, see how my body reacts. And then I, I, that's how I am. I want to know. You know what? It sounds good. A, you look great. Theory, it sounds great on theory. But I'm one of those guys that I need to know hands-on, practically, if it works or not. So that's, that was my, that's my thing. So we've been eating seafood. And I had salmon last night. We've been eating seafood the last three days. And it's going to go on for the next 30 days. 30 days. Now, my son's not really happy about it because he hates seafood. But guess what? He gets to eat the chicken and the steak that's in the refrigerator. He's going to be happy about that. So get back to my, my thing here. So bottom line is, I want to break down to you what it looks like and why it may work for you if you're someone who happens to like seafood um, or if you're just willing to do it because you want bigger numbers. Um, and then I'll go through the final topic of what kind of protein choices to go through and how they may help you. But So this is what it would look like. Bottom line is that the vegetarian protocol that I'm going to tell you in a little bit, vegetarian, if you're strictly a vegetarian, Vegetarians have a little bit more latitude when it comes to vegetables, when it comes to fruit options, when it comes to um, how they go about taking in their 500 to 700 calories if you're following HG Life for Life um, because of the fact that they're vegetarians and they have to reach outside of the, outside of the, the realm to get those, those calories and, those, and that, that protein. Um, now, if you and 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 what I don't want people to get mixed up here is to suddenly take the latitude you get from having being on a vegetarian diet. Say, okay, I'm going to take some of that from this part of the protocol. I'm going to add this to my current protocol so I can have more vegetables, more legumes, and more stuff. It doesn't work that way. It is all or nothing. So I want to make that very clear. There's three there's three separate things we're, that we're going to be three separate protocols or way of eating we're going to be discussing. We're going to be discussing straight vegetarian eating for those who are just devout vegetarians, either for choice or religious reasons or whatever the case may be. Then we're going to talk about the pescatarian option, which is kind of the hybrid between 
you know, us meat eaters and the vegetarians, um, giving up a few, just giving up, you know, baby steps, giving up a few things, but not everything. And then we're talking about the, the normal protocol where we have all the protein choices that we come that, that come with the protocol. Um, so there's three things we're kind of talking about. I want to make sure that I don't mix them up or get you guys confused. I have a tendency to do that sometimes because I talk so fast and bounce around, but we're going to cover them. So right now I'm talking about the pescatarian lifestyle. And it's very simple and very easy what it looks like. Um, basically, you would eliminate your turkey, you would eliminate your chicken, you would eliminate your um, beef options, you would have, you would replace it with all seafood options, and, and also your low-fat dairy, which is your cottage cheese. Um, and you would, and even though a normal pescatarian lifestyle has, the, you know, the, the grains and the nuts and the legumes, those would be eliminated in phase two, and you can bring those in in phase three. Um, some of them in phase three, but um, we're talking about just phase two. How to improve your fat loss by 25% or more by making this one one subtle tweak to your protocol. Eliminate the um, the chicken, beef, and and uh, fowl or turkey, right, and replace it with. Nothing but the seafood options you have on the protocol. That means no, none of the fatty seafood guys, no tuna, no, no salmon, none of that stuff, but just the clean, uh, white fish and the, the, uh, crustaceans, the, you know, the, the, the shrimp, the, the scallops, the crab meat, and that would be your protocol. That means you would, instead of, you wouldn't have the same fish in the same day, but you would have seafood in the same day. So you'd have scallops for lunch and, and say halibut for dinner. And the next day you have shrimp and, you know, halibut and then crab meat and sole or whatever the case may be. But you may find that by just making this tweak and keeping your water intake normal, that you're going to um, see your numbers uh, increase a bit. And you're also going to find that the constipation will be less because now we're talking about food that does not take a day or two to process through your body that literally assimilates well with your body and actually goes through your body, goes through your, your digestive system very quickly with the least amount of stress on your body. Now, if you guys heard me talk about that stress is, you know, reducing stress in your body, in your life is the key, one of the main keys to weight loss success. I don't care what protocol you're doing, I don't care how you're doing it, that if, you, if you're walking into a high-stress world, you're in a high-stress job, you can't manage your stress, you're flipping out all the time, your body's under duress, and it's going to have a hard time releasing fat because it's basically in, it's in survival mode. Whenever your body's in stress, it's fighting back to stay, to, to stay alive, and that's how it recognizes stress. So this is a way of actually relief, reducing the stress in your body, reducing the stress on how your body needs to process food, and you actually may find that you actually get better results, you lose more weight, you feel better, and that's the goal, right? That's the goal. Now, everybody can do this. Have people that are allergic to fish or allergic to shellfish, don't like it, don't want to eat it. That doesn't mean you, you can't do the normal protocol and still get great results, but we're talking about, you know, if you can get the maximum results in the shortest period of time, that's always been my goal, and I'm just giving you information, giving you choices. I don't know why for women it seems to work better. I think men seem to men seem to process beef and, and chicken, but I love chicken, guys. I eat chicken freaking I want every other day. Uh hey Janie hates it. I'm always grilling chicken. She's like, I'm having something else. So I don't like it. But sometimes she's my chicken because it's pretty good. But most of the time she doesn't really care. She doesn't like beef, she doesn't like chicken as much. So but it just seems that um women who already have you know, you, women were made of, you know, fat cells that makes you sexy and beautiful and gives you your curves. But you want to minimize as much fat in your diet as possible in order to release more fat in your diet as possible. So making this 
I'd like to see women be able to do this protocol and pull the same kind of numbers numbers that men do just by, if you don't have the muscle mass to do it because we're burning more calories because of our muscle mass, maybe you can we can even the scale by tweaking your diet and making it a little bit better. For guys, you know what? I don't know how well it'll work for you. I assume it's obviously going to it's going to work well, but I, I'm concerned with because it's so lean, um, it's so lean that your calorie intake may not be there. But then again, I think back to all of our protein choices that we put on our protocol gave everyone the right amount of calories. That was that was one of the big fixes that we that we created. So in essence, you guys will be getting the right the right amount of calories if you're following our protein portions that we have in our book and our protocol. So that's the good news, that a little tweak in your protocol can give you, can actually maximize your fat loss, increase your numbers by 25%. Now, and that's, and I, yeah, where did I get that from? Just feedback based on doing some calculations of numbers that, average numbers that, that, that people at Coast have gotten. Is it, is it accurate? No, but guess what? It's, it's, it's exciting because if you, if you need to lose, you know, 50 pounds, well, you know, that's, that could be an extra, you know what, uh, you know, five pounds for first sale. So, I mean, every, every, everything helps, right? So, actually, no, that's actually, what, 15 pounds? That's a big number. Yeah. Get my math done. Like that. That's going to be an extra 15 pounds. Well, that, to me, is, a, is enough motivation to, uh, to, to at least try it because that can, make, that can mean the difference of you cutting a 60-day a round into a 40-day round or a 45-day round into a 30-day round just by your changing up your diet. So, enough about that. I wanted to bring to you something I've never heard of before, pescatarian, and I'm going pescatarian diet for 30 days right now. I'm on day three. So far, it feels pretty good. It's pretty easy. And I, and I say that that's why, you know, that's why it's a stepping stone to, to people going to full, full-blown vegetarian. I don't think I'll ever go there. Sorry. I do like to have some kind of texture to my food. I love fish as well. I mean, Chilean sea bass is probably one of my favorite fishes. And, and actually, I didn't know that until I actually did the protocol for the first time. And Janie and I, we made that stuff. A couple of times a week and stunk up the whole house with the with the, the skin on it and grilled the skin and made it crunchy but we love it and, and it's great for you so I love seafood so that's a good good fit for me um, I love chicken but you know what so far I haven't missed it in the last couple of days we had scallops we had shrimp we had shrimp, shrimp scampi we had scallops I'll taste scallops uh, we had some scallops what do you have and yeah and that and I think and then we had salmon last night so. And now I got to figure out what we have tonight. But bottom line is that's the, I think the biggest challenge is kind of coming up with all the different recipes because <laughs> we didn't have a whole lot of fish recipes in our in our book, so we're kind of kind of playing the game with it and just kind of kind of with different stuff. But I want you guys to, to consider that and try it. So let's move on to um, some of these cool protein choices. Some of them you may have heard of, some of them you may not have heard of. And I got to tell you, I'm not an expert on some of these things, so I, I really can't tell you what all of them. Some of them. Are, and a couple things really are, but uh, I'm going to publish this little, I have this alternative protein choice uh, um, sheet. I'm going to put it into a PDF and send it out to my list so those of you on the call will get it via email. And you can kind of print out and take a look at it and read about each and every one of these things. So let's talk about, the first one on the list is very interesting. And we started, I kind of heard about this one um, from, from actually Maria from uh, the Diet Solutions talks a lot about this particular um, great source of protein called quinio, and I'm sure you guys have heard about it. It's kind of a grain, um, but it's got a, it's actually got a, it's actually a great source of, of protein, and it's actually very very um, viable um, for vegetarians. I mean, if you have, if you ever had tabbouleh, you'll find quinio. It's kind of a grainy looking. Um, Jamie's actually made some stuff with it. It's kind of it kind of tastes kind of tastes different. I mean, it doesn't have a whole lot of taste to it, but. You know, as far as finding a you know extra protein source to add to some of your vegetarian dishes, this is something you can add to it. So quinoa, quinoa, 
Queen Joe is one of them, um, which is very, it's very good for you, very high in protein. Uh, it's a great, it is a grain. And that's why I say that, you know, when you look at vegetarian, the strict vegetarian diet, not pescatarian, they're going to have some latitude. They're going to actually have vegetables, uh, allowable vegetables that aren't on the allowed vegetable list. Um, and they're going to have some grains that they're able to, to take, some legumes they're able to, to take in. Um, but they're not getting the meat protein from it, so it's actually balancing out calorie-wise. But that's why I believe that the numbers are lower for strict vegetarians because I believe this, this, this protocol is all about protein. Some people don't agree with me, but that's those the numbers I've seen by increasing protein, the ability to give you the energy to exercise, ability to, beam, to build lean muscle, which speeds up your metabolism, it shows itself to be um, right on point over and over again. Um, and I, 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 I believe this, this is truly a, that the, one of the major essence of this protocol. Protein is, is king and queen. Um, so being a vegetarian, that's kind of challenging at times. And I probably get some vegetarians going to email me and blast me and say, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. But good, I, you can school me. I don't care. I already told you. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what being a living vegetarian lifestyle looks like. So I'm learning, but I don't know. So anyway, um, next one um, is TVP, Textured Vegetable Protein. Um, this is basically, uh, it's in a, it's fine in health food stores. Uh, you can buy it in large pieces and it, uh, it kind of crumbles and it'll make it kind of uh, suitable for, um, adding to other dishes. I've, I don't, I've never seen it, um, but you guys can TVP, Tom Victor Paul, um, says provide suggested choices of best for vegetarians. So check that out. Like I said, I don't know what this one is. Um, beans and legumes. I mean, beans and legumes are definitely um, high protein um, foods, and they are high in starch. So, but in phase two, you don't really hear Dr. Simmons talk about a lot of starch, even though the protocol doesn't have a lot of things that are starchy. I mean, he talks about starchy vegetables, but phase three is really the starch issue. But for vegetarians, like I said, it, it seems to be like that. It seems to be okay because they're eating strictly a vegetarian diet that their body's going to react a certain way to this. So they get the latitude, guys. So please don't confuse the, the, the difference. Um, so beans and legumes, and actually every every bodybuilder that I know, every diet, every person that I respect that's got you know under 10% body fat eats beans and legumes as a major part of their diet. If you if you read the book Four Hour Body by Timothy Timothy Ferris. He, the guy is a mad researcher, mad, you know, he's a madman of research. Um, legumes and beans are one of the major food groups. He actually eats it almost every single day. And another person that stays in single-digit body fat percentage. These are the people that I respect. I mean, that that's my goal, to stay in single-digit body fat percentage. And it's challenging. I, I tell you, I dip into it, and I'm out of it most of the time. And it, so that's my battle. It's not about looking good. It's about getting getting to my body fat down to where I know it's been. And it's challenging. So that's why I'm always looking for other methods of staying lean and healthy. Um, like I said, I don't want I don't want to use the AC diet as a, as a yo-yo diet. I don't want the people. I don't want to teach people to do that. So let's find different ways of staying lean and lean, lean, mean, and sexy by eating right and changing our diet for long-term success. So um, protein powders. Now protein powders make sense, and, and as you guys know, we put out the uh, the protein powder, the AC diet, ACG protein powder. Um, 
I like the protein. I like the fact that it kills the hunger. I do think it's a little, it's a little pricey when you look at the, the size of the container. Um, right now, it's the only it's the only thing on the market that really is designed for the protocol. I do wish they would make a little bigger container. I did talk to the guy who said they're coming out with uh, two two new flavors here in in a, in a couple of weeks: so vanilla and chai. Apparently, chai that sounds cool. I know I love chai tea. Um, so they are listening, getting the feedback that dude, you got to have more than chocolate. But you know. Uh, you know, I do think the containers would be a little bigger too, but it's not my product. I'll work on that. That's another another wish list of mine to create our own protein powder. But protein powder and, and a lot of vegetarians, like vegetarians seem to go with like the war Sun Warrior protein powders, hemp protein. Um, they don't, you know, they don't really go with the whey and milk products because there are some vegetarians that don't eat, you know, I think of what lacto vigo. They don't eat, uh, you know, dairy products or they don't eat eggs. They don't eat. Um, Milk products, animal products at all. Anything that comes from an animal, they won't touch. Well, you know what? It makes it a little bit tighter and harder for them to do. Um, and it's a little bit more boring, but it's still it's still doable. Um, protein powders are a great source of great, great meal replacement. If it, you know, my ideal thing if you were a vegetarian or a vegetarian diet, I would try and get as much protein as I can from my from my food. And then I would have I would have a, I would add a protein shake in my either post workout shake. It would get your calories up. To in the range of the five to seven hundred, but also get your protein levels up. Um, having a good protein that has eighteen to twenty six grams of protein in it would be would be a good choice. Um, also, tofu. That's one one thing that uh, Janie uh, implemented in our diet, and, a lot, and she used a lot in our in our dessert she made in phase three, and and uh, and in our in our phase two meals. I mean, tofu. You can take almost any recipe you have. And chop up some tofu and, and mix it up in there because tofu takes on the flavor of whatever sauce or, or whatever dish you're making, and it's kind of firm. It's got some texture to it, and you can actually kind of fry it up a little bit with the coconut oil, so it actually has, you know, some flavor and it's, it's firm, and it actually tastes pretty good. It's a great source of protein. Um, so tofu is definitely um, one of the top ones on the list. I say quinoa and, and tofu. I would put the beans, the, the, the protein powder, and then I put beans and lagoons near the lower part of the list. Soybeans. I mean, uh, soybeans. I mean, so you guys know that soy is also a great, uh, a great um, source of protein. Some people have some concern about, you know, the estrogen, the increased estrogen levels that you get from soy. But you got to, you got to take a lot of soy. I mean, you got to have a heavy, heavy soy diet. Uh, to do that, and some people really have some, you know, bad things to say about soy. Some people have good things. You know, we live in a world that everyone's got an opinion. Yesterday, this was good for you. Tomorrow, it's not. I don't know. I'm just giving you choices, and you'll have to kind of choose, you know, choose your own poison, if you will. But, um, you know, soy products are vegetarian friendly, and that's and they're and this is these are the go-to choices for vegetarians. We're talking about strictly vegetarians. Um, you know, tempeh, T-E-M-P-E-H. Um, you can find this locally in, in produce, uh, no salt added version, two ounces, uh, serving for protein, um, usable baked, usually baked or steamed or crumbled, etc. Um, provide, does not, uh, this is a provide or not mention. Okay, so this is tempeh. I haven't heard about that one, guys. So, um, some of you guys may know about it, but just give you some stuff you can look up on your computer and, and see if that's something, if you're a vegetarian, if that's something you had or would like to use. But at least it's got, like I said, we're looking for things that are high in protein that you can add to your meals in order to make them volume-wise, make them sustainable so you're not hungry, you feel good, you're getting the nutrients you need because you've got to, the key to losing fat with this protocol or any other protocol, you got to give your body body enough nutrients that it does not trigger the hunger response or the starvation response, and that's why this works so well. Your body switches over to 
go after your storage patents being released into the bloodstream. It's not giving much credit, you know, uh, uh, credence or credibility to the food you're taking in, but except for the fact it needs to know that you are, get, you are giving it consistent sources of good nutrition and it'll let go of fat really easily. So these are the way to do that. Um, another one is called CETAN, S-E-I-T-I-N, um, but she puts on this one. This is research I got from uh, a vegetarian expert, and she basically said that um, I personally, personally doesn't think this is a very good choice, but it is a good source of protein for those who have who has it. Um, the, salt, the salt content is really high. Uh, so for those of you who are, who are um, uh, sodium sensitive um, or react, you get a lot of water weight, react like me, uh, sodium sensitive, this may not be a good option for you. But those who aren't, some people can eat all the salt they want and have, have a problem with it. Uh, they're good. Veggie burgers. Well, that's what we started the conversation off with veggie burger, with Eddie's veggie burger. Uh, veggie burgers are a really good source of protein as well. You know, the only problem I have with veggie burgers, guys, is that most of them, for convenience, you're going to find they're going to be prepackaged, uh, frozen in a box someplace, and you're going to have to break them out, cook them, grill them, what have you. Yes, they're good for convenience, but, you know, really trying to move people away from going after any kind of boxed foods. So if you can, um, I would rather you you know go on YouTube and get somebody's veggie burger recipe and make your own veggie burger. And um, and the, like I said, the one he had was huge. So make your own homemade veggie burger. Uh, and, and, and that way you can make what put it in what you like, what you like and take out what you don't like. But also you know that the, the ingredients are fresh. Um, one thing about this protocol, you want to eliminate almost to zero any kind of packaged foods consumption while you're on the protocol. You know, some people coin this, this, this protocol as the detox, as a detox diet uh, protocol because of the fact that you're supposed to be eliminating yourself from hormones, from packaged foods, from refined sugar, from chemicals, from artificial sweeteners, and your body finally gets to rest instead of having to fight off all this crap that we're putting in it. And then it, when, it's, when it's resting and healing itself and recalibrating itself, it's releasing the fat that it doesn't need, that it's been storing for years, and you get, you, you get right. You feel right, you get right, your body finally comes back to normal. Every time you pop a diet soda, you take this, the, the NutraSweet or the Sweet and Low or packaged food that's got some kind of chemicals or preservative in it or something, you're basically setting the clock back all over again. Um, so you really want to take this time while you're on the protocol to eat clean, to eliminate packaged foods, and you'll find yourself really, really having no no time, no hard time at all um, losing weight. Let's see if we have any more, and then we'll open up lines. Um, you know, I'm not real good. I'm, not, I'm going to tell you, but I'm not real high on this one. It says uh, veggie cold cuts. Um, they're too high in sodium, but they are an option. I would stay, like I said, stay away from packaged foods. If it's in a package, it's in a bag. And it's got it's, it's got to be preserved somehow. Stay away from it. And then dairy products, eggs, and and, and my go-to and Janie's major go-to is cottage cheese, low-fat cottage cheese. Um, even in even in the normal protocol, I tell people that that cottage cheese is a great option, especially for your late-night snack. It's a casein protein. That means it breaks down slowly. It allows your body to actually burn fat while you sleep. So having a half a cup of cottage cheese before you go to bed is actually sometimes for some of you it's actually it's going to actually get your numbers. It's your body to actually burn more fat while you sleep and actually stand soap on the scale. For some of you, you know, you know, you're dairy sensitive, it may not, but that is definitely um, something that we use in phase two in HD Body for Life protocol right now as a uh, as an extra protein source that you can use in, in addition to your eating your, your meals because it's very low in calorie, high in protein, and, and it's a great type of protein. Um, 
So that's it. Now, like I said, I'll make this page. You guys can read all. Each one of these, these uh, uh, protein sources do have a write-up underneath it, what you can do with it, what it's for, um, how it'll benefit you. I didn't want to read through all this stuff on, on the show, but I'll make this form available for you and in a PDF. You can just click on the link and download it. And you can choose, if you are a vegetarian, at least it's an option. I, ha- I don't have any show for the last three years on my podcast or on, on Blog Talk Radio that I've ever talked about vegetarian protein choices. And that's been kind of my fault. And, that's, and, and there's a lot of people out there that have been wanting to use protocol that don't have a lot of choices. And my wife, Janie, uh, she did the protocol raw. And, and as, a raw, as a raw food is, and, and really all that consists of, she had like, and we tried to we tried to find these. She had a list of like maybe like I don't know I don't remember Janie. She's I don't know what she's called but like um let's see what was she here Janie on to call it. How many how many how many smoothies was on that list? Janie, your 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 mic is open if you're on the call. What? How many smoothies was on, was on that list when you did the raw diet? Seventy something. Seventy-seven. Today, you guys have my beautiful wife. She's fine. She's, she hasn't been on the show in a long time because she's been so busy taking care of business. But uh, she was a brave person to do the the raw uh, the raw raw ATG diet. And tell tell me your share with them your, your experience about raw. The raw is it's a whole different world. Um, I, there were seventy seventy two recipes, but I have to say I only used about five of them. Um, I'm picky about what I like. I like spinach um, and things that I don't like. So I only picked about five of the recipes, and I did use the uh, small round Melba toast. I only ate like five of them per meal, which is the two meals that you're supposed to have. It, to me, when I did it, it, it's, I knew it wasn't going to be a way of life, but I wanted to know how it would respond to the HCG. So that's what intrigued me. And... Um, that's why I followed through. And also because I wanted to become a little more healthy. And I don't like beef. I really don't. And I really don't like chicken. So I thought, what the heck, let's try the raw. And I have a very dear friend who is a, who is a raw foodist. And I won't mind the food at all. In fact, I, I enjoy it. Um, it was, it, it's been like two years since I've done it. It uh, it was pretty easy, especially with uh, the, only the five recipes that I had. They were tasty, you know, basil, spinach, things like that. Um, but what I do like about what I did is when I went to phase three, unfortunately my dad got really sick and he lives in Kansas, and um, I had to fly back. And I was in Kansas for a month while being on uh, P3. And I did raw the entire time. So the stress, the driving back and forth to the hospital, I did the raw food the entire time in Kansas. Now, you'd think that Kansas would have a lot of vegetables all year round. They don't. So it was really hard for me to get the ingredients that I needed. Um, But I did it. But I did it the entire time. I felt good. I did feel good. I didn't have a lack of energy. Um, when I came back from uh, my dad passing, uh, I gradually went back to the way that I'm eating now. But I have to say, I still to this day make a lot of raw food, like pesto raw, um, a cilantro. Um, it's, it's not pesto, but it's made with cilantro. I make I make a lot of things that are still raw, and I just I feel better about myself eating that way. Truly. 
So and a lot of your recipes are based off of a lot of raw raw food diets, aren't they? A lot of the desserts, a lot of the desserts you made, and the um, like the uh, the the you know the what the peanut, the peanut butter or the pudding and the the, the peanut butter whatever. I mean the what was it the, the raspberry strawberry tart was that yeah. like Walt the, the raw the raw nut um, crust yeah. and yeah. I mean so a lot of the a lot of the recipes that are, the dessert recipes are actually kind of, they are based off of raw. Flavor and just to be clear that what she was she telling you you were drinking smoothies you were drinking two smoothies a day and eating your fruits that was it and your oh, melba toast no I wasn't drinking them um, they call them smoothies but I don't like to drink in fact my protein shakes that I drink every day I make them really thick so you have to eat them with a spoon because I I like to eat um, chew I guess I like to chew I like to eat too um, so when I did the raw smoothies. I made them thicker, so I literally would dip my Melba toast in them like a chip and dip, and that's how I, <laughs> yeah, that's how I ate did. it. She did. And then in phase, phase three, you did the you did the smoothies or the, the smoothies, and you did nuts. Um, because when they say something about you, you were carrying around your little bird food all the time, and you had nuts and and uh, she was pretty. I mean, it was amazing that she was able to stick to that kind of protocol and that kind of stress and not give into the into the Sonic Burger that's on every corner. <laughs> um, it was pretty amazing, but she did it. She lost bad weight, got really lean. So I mean, she actually got the results too. There was, I mean, let's talk about the results. I mean, uh, I don't know how many weight you lost. It was like twenty-seven pounds. Uh, you know what? I, that no, that was the first time I ever did the protocol. When we did the protocol, that's when I lost twenty pounds. But um, so any time I had done it after the very first time that we did it, I only had maybe five pounds to lose. So, but if I'm not mistaken, that is the time that I went uh, well beyond um, a weight that I, I didn't want to be. I, I I was too thin. So, right. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it actually responded. She actually her body responded well to it. But actually, she put she put and she and she looked healthy. It wasn't like she got too thin and she didn't look at me, look she didn't look healthy. But she was like, wow, I I just don't like being this thin. And and oh. I thought she looked good, but she she didn't want to be that thin. So you know, I was like, okay. Well, you can fix that problem easily, but I, I, I mean, thanks for, for sharing that because a lot of people have been asking about the raw thing. And the reason why I, I think we searched, we searched all over. We we got it from another site. It was like a, it was an AC raw site. I don't have a problem telling you, but we've gone there over and over again. And I think there was a theory that was it was a, a girlfriend and a boyfriend, and I think they broke up, and and it was a really nasty breakup. And one person got half of the website, the other person got the other half because we cannot find the smoothie recipes. <laughs> On the site anymore, and Janie had it on one of her. On a, we used to have PCs before she went to Mac, and it was on the PC. The PC crashed, and we cannot get. The, we cannot find those smoothie recipes. But we had them stored away on a file on a computer. Cause we've been looking for them because people ask about them, and we just can't find them. And trying to go by memory of what's in them. But I, I gotta tell you, the smoothies did have a lot of stuff. Didn't you have fruits in there that weren't necessarily? Uh, didn't you have fruits in there that you could put in there that weren't necessarily the three fruits that are on the protocol? Yeah. If I remember correctly, and then she had all kinds of. What was it? Banana. Yeah, banana. High sugar fruit. Um, she had other kinds of fruits that were in there, and other and other vegetables and herbs and spices and stuff like that to really kind of so that, that you know that when you're doing a protocol in strictly a certain way, it does have latitude, but you got to stay with that same plan. You can't bounce between two different worlds. So thanks, babe. I appreciate that. I'm leaving your mic open in case people have Q and A questions and you're still on the call. So guys. That's pretty much the information. I want to open up the lines. I see people have their hands up. I don't know if they have them up because they were doing the, the voice check, but how it works, um, just push one on your phone and put your hand up if you have a question. 
Um, we'll put you on live. Tell us where you're coming from, your name, where you're calling from, and what question you have. And it could be, like I said, it could be about this topic or any topic. Um, we don't hold you to stick to any particular topic. Information is information. Q&A is Q&A. Um, but we're going to go ahead and start. We've got about 30 minutes of um, question time, and we'll see if we need it all. So the first person who's got their hand up on the list is uh, 281-578. You're on the air. 281-578, did you have a question or were you just put your hand up accidentally? Okay. Perfect. All right, so let's go to the next one. Let's see, 212-533, you're on the air. Hi, Colin. Hi. How are you? It's Najat. How are you? How's it going? Najat, <laughs> that's a long time no here. I know. I'm on my. I'm doing my second round of HCG. And I just started, I'm already like a week and a half into it, and uh, I, um, it's like you said, I'm I'm losing a pound a day, but it's, it's towards the end, you're right, it does become a struggle. Uh-huh. And I was wondering, you know, since I already started with the protein, I've, I limit my protein to just chicken, um, turkey, and veal, mm-hmm. and, and eggs, and mm-hmm. eggs. I didn't know about the cottage cheese that I would love to talk to you about, but now I'm wondering maybe because I do know towards the end I do struggle. Mm-hmm. Should, can I switch to vegetarian now while I'm in the middle of doing H- well while I started my HCG with protein? Do you pescatarian or vegetarian? A vegetarian because I don't eat shellfish and I don't really do well with fish in general. I I think for you going to the vegetarian may not improve your numbers because like I said, unless you really you really got to kind of measure how much protein you're getting. It's a little bit more, you have to be a little bit more focused and, and pay attention to what you're kind of mixing together. Uh, I don't know if I'd recommend that. I mean, pescatarian, yeah, that's easy, that's easy switch. But straight veg, I mean, you could try it. I mean, like, I, I'm one of those people that, hey, I, I gamble with life. I, I try stuff. If it doesn't work for me, then I punt and, go, and go, back to, go back to the basics. But that's just my personality. So I'm not going to tell you no. I'm going to tell you the possible downsides is the fact that traditionally a strict vegetarian diet is the lowest results gets the lowest results overall in weight loss um that's just been the facts but you know what your body may go hey this is kind of cool she switched because i tell you if you switch it up your body doesn't like change like you have to sweep it up switch it up and keep it guessing you can try it for a week and see what kind of numbers you get and if it if if it's lackluster then go back to eating what you're eating okay well maybe i'll maybe i'll try to mix in since i maybe fish is allowed in general, with the diet, like the halibut and yeah, absolutely, fish. absolutely. So maybe I'll maybe mix it up with some fish and whatever. Another, well, because the question I was going to ask you: if you do go vegetarian for phase two and phase three, could you go back to meat once you're done with the HCG? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, this is. I mean, this guys, this is just you know. I figure do whatever you got to do to get the best results you can, and then it's about life choice. Um, like I said, I'm doing this vegetarian for thirty days. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be a pescatarian for the rest of my life. That's not my plan. I just go one day at a time. But I do want to see how I feel. I mean, to me, it's not, this is not a journey about, it's not about weight loss because I'm not, you know, I haven't, I'm not doing my experiment. Oh, one of a pescatarian and HCG, how that'll look. I just want to know if being a pescatarian makes me feel better because I'm thinking that, um, you know, I'm going to move, remove the, the hormones, remove the, you know, we have not been strictly um, organic the last few times. And just the way I eat, we, we, we eat some organic and some not organic, and I really think it has a big difference. So I just want to see what it's like getting getting those hormones and stuff off, off my 
out of my body and see if my body reacts just how I feel, how I look. Uh, and if I drop some weight, great. Yeah, I just want to see what happens over the next 30 days. And then I'll come yeah. back. Yeah, so. no, I agree with the mixing up thing because it's very easy for me to just love eating chicken veal. I mean, I and I think I do get a little like I do plateau. I mean, yeah. that's normal. And another question you brought up the omega threes. I'm not taking. And normally, I take when when I take my supplements, I take GLA, which is um, mm-hmm. you know, which is yeah. a, 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 so. I'm, and I think that that's one of the reasons why I think constipation does happen during this protocol is that we're not getting any oil. Like right. there's no oil. There's no oil. I mean, I don't do the coconut oil because I don't do well with coconut oil. Right. So I right. just avoid oil. I avoid oil altogether. Is right. it okay to take omega three? Uh, it's, it's 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 always been on my list of things. I mean, in my book, it's on my list of things to take. And we take we take. Uh, I mean, I take literally. I want to say, what twelve twelve. I mean, five thousand milligrams of, of omega threes a day. So I mean, literally four pills of it a day, twice two in the morning and two in the afternoon. I, I, it's something that we, we our bodies absolutely need, and I don't think the, the calories and the oil pills don't, don't the, the benefit outweighs the outweighs the uh, downside. And I and, and I've always lost weight taking the omega three, so I definitely okay, I'm gonna definitely go recommend omega I'm gonna get, and I want to. I just want to give you. A, I started doing some research on herbs that mm-hmm. accelerate metabolism. Yeah. And I've been taking cayenne pepper. Oh, yeah. And that has helped with maintaining my weight loss because that accelerates the fat loss. Absolutely. You know, we, so, we use and pepper, and we're, we're spicy eaters over here. Cayenne pepper is almost in every dish we, we make. So I, I, I agree with you on that one. Very good. Very good point. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Colin. Thanks, for, Jeff. Thanks for, thanks, for, thanks for your question. Appreciate it. All right. Let's go. Next caller. Uh, but, Jeff, put your hand down for me, if you will, so I, I make sure I, I don't have to come back. Hit your button. Uh, 972 seven, we'll see, just pumped. 972 747, you're on the air. 972 747. Hi. Oh, hi. How are you, Colin? Hi. Um, this is Sarai from Israel. Hey, Sarai. How are you? Hi, honey. I'm fine, dear. Um, I got everything, and my brother will be starting the his first cycle of HCG tomorrow. And I had some questions. The first question is, um, does he, I know that there are some diet, um, HCG diets that um, say that they need to be used like six nights a row, and on the seventh night, like on the seventh day, he needs to stop. Right. Um, with your diet, does he need to do it all the week, like the whole week? It's a, it's about personal choice. My my I, my recommendation is that the reason for that reason just you know the reason for the taking the one day off was that Dr. Simeons believed that the body if you were going to be on the protocol for more than forty days or a four day protocol that it would, it would minimize um, getting an immunity to ACG. I got to tell you, out of what six thousand people that I've coached over the last three years, I haven't found one that's actually had one had immunity. Really? ACG. So okay. for me, I believe in keeping the levels as as, as even and normal as possible, so seven days a week. If you want to take off one day a week, knock yourself out. If, there is no, there is no, there's no right or wrong answer. It's, a, it's about personal okay. choice. And just and, and and your brother is a vegetarian, so he's this show is uh, actually, well. Actually, actually, I have to say something. You what? just today, um, you you, you said uh, that word pescatarian. That's what it's uh-huh. called. And that is what he is. I never heard about that word before, but he just does not eat meat, any meat, any chicken. He loves fish. Ah, um, he doesn't eat seafood because it's not, you know, uh, kosher. But he does eat fish and right. dairy products, eggs, everything. Just not um, no beef, no meat, no chicken, he's gonna, whatever. He's going to do really well. 
I'm, t- I'm excited for him. I, I know, hope I know, so. I know, he's, I, know he's, I know he's got a lot of weight to lose, but that if he just yes. gets junk out of his diet, uh, and we know what that is, right? You're telling me that once the junk leaves his diet and he just eats clean, pescatarian, and eats the calorie count he's supposed to eat and, and follows the protocol, it's gonna, he's going <sighs> to flip out. He is so, so, so excited. You have no idea, really. And I'm so helping him on this um, program. It's like I feel like I'm doing it. (laughs) Yeah, you've been his champion, man. You've been his champion. So that's that's awesome that that you're doing that. Awesome. Now, thank you, honey. The second question is um, you said that he could eat cottage cheese. I was just wondering um, how many um, percentage of fat in the cottage cheese? It is 5%, 3%, no fat at all. You know, low fat, I mean, I say low fat because I think the body needs fat. I mean, fat is not the enemy. It does need some fat. Okay. Um, but 2%, 3%, 5%, it, it, you know, it's fine. Whatever you, whatever that you can is get, okay. whatever you can get. I mean, 5% or less, you're, you're in good shape. Um, and, and usually, if he's eating it for a meal replacement, for a protein replacement, then you have a full cup. If he's doing that late-night snack or post-workout snack, then a half a cup. It's low in calorie. It, it, it definitely it, it packs a big punch for the uh, for the calorie count that it has, I'm a big fan of cottage cheese, and not a lot of people like like it, but it definitely will help him uh, help him build some muscle and lose, burn the fat, reveal the muscle, as we say. Okay, and what he needs to eat is two apples or two, or a great or half a grapefruit or or some strawberries, um, one shake and uh, a meal, which is like let's say if it's the cottage uh, meal, then it's one cup of cottage. <clears throat> and a salad, but but right. not not mixed, um, no mixed vegetables. No, just you, one. You guys need to read my book. Don't you can't you, you have to commit to you have to commit to one or the other. And my protocol is mm-hmm. is all about mixing vegetables. It's all about making food taste good, look good, and be plentiful. So please stay off the internet, read my book, and follow it step by step. Do not try to cross crossing the two different worlds so you can get really confused. Uh, we're, okay. we're all about mixing vegetables. We're all about red and green and all the colors of the rainbow that are within the guidelines that we have in our book. Um, you want to mix it. You want. I want him to enjoy his meals. It's not, it's not supposed to be a diet. It's supposed to be a, a, a life change, a way you look at food and, and, and portion control and enjoying the food you have and eating healthy. And so you can walk out of this going, okay, I know what to eat now. It's just bigger portions and, and more of it. So... Um, yeah, okay. please, please read, read my, definitely read the, uh, the fruits and vegetables that are allowed and the, and the guidelines we talk about in cooking books, but the recipe book. I know you got everything, so you guys need yeah. to read that before you start. Yeah. Okay. okay. Two last questions, very small questions. Yeah. One, when does, when is he supposed to, um, uh, do the shot of the HCG when he wakes up or? First thing in the morning, you get up, you take, tell him, tell him to, to go pee and go weigh himself and then go take a shot in that, in that order. Okay. <laughs> And okay. vitamins. Uh, does it say on your book which vitamins Absolutely. he needs to take? Okay. And a whole laundry list of them. Doesn't mean you have to buy all of them, guys. I mean, really, you kind of look at what they do. And, and, and one thing about supplements, and I put them there because everyone has, everyone's body is different. There are some go-to ones like the like omega threes, L-carnitine. These are things that are known to help mobilize fat. But I'm not telling you to buy every freaking supplement that's in, the, in, my, in my book. It just it tells you why they're there, and if you. So if you believe it, that some of these things are lacking in your in your in your in your in your diet, then go for it. Ideally, the best thing you can do is get a blood test to find out exactly what vitamins you are deficient in, and then only choose those. Uh, and I'm going to be, I'm, and it's actually that doctor I'm talking to is going to be able to make that available for everybody for a very short. But I mean, like for sixty, seventy bucks, you can get that done. That way, you'll know exactly what what vitamins your body needs versus taking a bunch of supplements you don't need. But I, I, I give you a list of, of things that are the best. And the things I've taken doesn't mean take them all at the same time. 
Okay, sure. and he could also take like a multivitamin? Absolutely. I think a multivitamin is definitely something you want to do. Okay. I want to say thank you so much to you and to your wife, Jane. You have been thank so you. kind, even though, you know, the, um, there was some, you know, problems. Uh, yeah. With, yeah. Yeah, yeah but everything was great. Thanks. Yes. Thank nice. you, honey. Thank you. Appreciate Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. That's from Israel. I love that, man, reaching around the world. Um, okay. Let's see if I got um, – let me close that mic. As, this jumps up. Uh, 773653. On there. Yes. Yes. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? All right. Yeah, I'm Gerald. Hey, Question. Yes. I'm familiar with your, your program, the way you do it, and I think it's real good. Now, I was listening tonight and you said the pes- pescatarian. Right. Now, you said salmon and tilapia is prohibited because of fatty content, right? No, salmon and tuna. Tuna. Right. But uh, say, like, if I want to eat whiting or trout or... Tilapia, that's 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 good. Now, right. all the, way the same, yeah. Is it the same gram amount as the chicken breast? Say like 150 grams, 150 grams of fish. No, 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 no. In our program, that's one thing that I really, we're so proud that we put this together. In our protocol, uh, in our book, and also even even in our protein chart that I give everybody that 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 gets a protocol from us, they get our protein chart. And I made it because I'm a visual guy. I want you to print it out and tape it inside your oh, cabinet. Okay. So when you open up cabinet, you go, okay, I'm having tilapia today. It's basically each fish, each protein choice on the protocol has its own weight. The goal was to oh, get the okay. actual amount of protein and in the right amount of calories for that particular protein choice. Three and a half ounces across the board and 100 grams across the board is not enough protein. And I've done the math, and I'm telling you that. You know, I even show you my it actually okay. updated book that you eat about 370 calories if you follow the basic original Simeon's protocol based on today's food quality. You're taking about 370 calories. You're going to be in starvation mode. For the whole diet. Oh, okay. So, um, okay. yeah, so you'll have a, you get the chart and tells you exactly what how much to weigh out raw of the of the of the selected protein choice. Yeah. Okay. And about the uh, the HCG HCG protein powder that's yeah. out now. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I just ordered one. It's on the way. And uh, say like if I want to work out, do my little routine every day. Is it right. best to take it right after the workout? Absolutely. Best time okay. to take it within right. 30 minutes post workout. Um, your your muscles will absorb that. It'll give you all the carbs and, and protein you need. Best time, and also it'll absorb those calories. So yes, good time. Oh, okay, good yeah, that's just what I need to know. I appreciate. it. Thanks, brother. I appreciate the question. All right, Thank thanks. you. All right. all right. Let's see. Did I get everybody? Else? Yeah, I got. Uh, please put your hand down if you if your question's been answered because it just looks like the same hands to me. Uh, all right. Thank you. Now I still have. Two eight. Okay, good. Now I'm gonna try this one again. Two four eight six seven zero. You're 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 on there. Hi, Colin. It's Holly. How are you? Holly, how are you? Good. Uh, I had a question. If you um, if you're doing the vegetarian diet mm-hmm. and you're say like you're in phase three and you do what do you do in place of a steak day if you have to do a steak day? You're going to have that's, good, that's a really good question. I, I think you're going to have to find your protein from dairy products, from cheese, from whatever you can get the highest. It's basically having all protein throughout the day and no and no carbs. 
So what that would look like, and we've had some modifications to phase three. Some people call it, it's not just a steak day anymore, it's called a protein day. So you can have, you know, you know, I've done it with Greek yogurt and then having cheese and then having eggs and then, you know, just having all protein throughout the day instead of having just one big steak at the end of the day. Uh, but, you know, Jamie hated steak day. She wouldn't do it. So she had to find other protein choices. And, and it both, they all work. Because really what, what the reason for the steak day is because you're, you're going through protein edema. You know, the water weight you're getting is because your body is, is deficient in protein, not getting enough protein. And once you flood it with protein, it basically allows your body to release the water, and that's why you, you're able to correct the, gate, the, the water weight gain. Because usually any kind of large jump in weight overnight is based on sodium or water intake, either through some sort of fatigue or protein edema. So that's why we have protein day, and that's why it works. I mean, I, I, I didn't have a clue about protein day. I did not understand why it works. For a long time, but I got to tell you, it works every single time. So obviously, if a protein day works for you guys at any given time, it means that your body was deficient in protein because that's why it works. I mean, otherwise, it's not because you starved yourself all day. It's because you, you gave the body what it needs. And when the body gets what it needs, it gives you what you need. So good question. Like I said, I am not the expert on a vegetarian on the vegetarian diet, but I got to tell you, just by by process of elimination and and you trying to use my own my own level of common sense, I would use whatever as a vegetarian. If you're a strict vegetarian for the Trump, but if you're just doing the vegetarian diet, I would I was especially phase three. I would choose low calorie, high protein food choices: tofu, Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, regular cheese, you know, a couple ounces, um, eggs, um, and then have that. I also did one, a protein day is great to having. Seven hard-boiled eggs throughout the day, um, just that, and that also worked really well too. So that's your choices. Okay, and another question. Uh, I noticed on your site um, you're selling the other HCG. Which one is better? I noticed one is more expensive. Is there a higher quality, or it's, are they both the same? It, you know, that's a really good question, guys. And it's more expensive because it's more expensive from the vendor. That's the only reason why it's more expensive. It's also a very popular brand. Vcog is a very popular brand. Some people swear by it. I got to tell you, I've used a lot of the different products. I've tried them because I want to know. And I got to tell you, they all freaking work pretty much as good as the other. I, I'm a guy that goes for price, um, quality. It says extra high purity. You know what? Can I actually tell you that I've ever gotten better fat loss results that were so noticeable, more than a few pounds here or there? Um, I do know that some I had I had some brands that were where one just killed the hunger completely, and and some it just was normal. You know, I could I could think about food, I could probably see I can eat, um, and that there's some where I literally forgot to eat because I just didn't have any hunger. That when, when you talk about difference in potency, that's probably the only difference. Um, but popularity. And, and demand brings prices up. The vendor charges more for that, and that's why it's it's, it's more expensive on the site. Um, the you know the proficient, it's working. It works great. People are loving it. So and there's going to be other brands on there. There's going to be Loopy. There's going to be uh, I think one other one. Um, and it's really about personal choice and and price point, or if you want the best. So I, I can sit there and tell you, yeah, lie to you and say, yeah, Fucog is the best, and you should pay them more for it. I can't really tell you that. I, I tell you that some people swear by it, and that's why they're going to buy it. They're used to it. They, it's, it's name recognition. I got right now people going, well, I've never heard of Proficient. I don't know why. I don't know if I want to buy that. Well, you know what? It wouldn't be on the site unless it's a good product. It's obviously it's real. It's it's potent. It's going to get you get you to your goal. But if you want to buy a Mercedes and the, and you and you like the name of the Mercedes and you want the prestige of Mercedes, you want to pay for it. Knock yourself out. 
So we're going to put the brands that people know and trust because it makes them feel more comfortable. But to make a long answer, you know, a long answer longer, um, I think they're all they're all good. Although I they wouldn't be on the site, um, and I want people to have choices. And if you want to spend a couple extra bucks more for the name that you know and trust, or that it's a brand you swear by, then go for it. Otherwise, if the price point is is an issue, then we have a, a lower price products. So and, I, and for example, we're going to have our own brand of HCG. No one's going to ever hear about it. No one's going to say, oh, I've had that before, because literally they're going to take, all these brands are generic, guys. I mean, it's like different different, different manufacturers or different makers of make drugs are all generic. You know, I don't think one goes and gets more potent HCG than the other. I think when it's high purity, they basically are, you know, their the manufacturer process, or they may actually give you more HCG. They may pay 5,000 IUs, but it's actually 7,000 IUs in potency. So when you mix it, it's stronger. Um, but really, they're all generic brands that they, that they put on the market that now people just know and they know and they by reputation or just by name that recognition. So we're going to have our own brand, and it's probably going to be priced most aggressively because it's our brand. We want we want to start branding our own HCG brand, and we have an opportunity to do that. So it's going to be great. But is it, can I swear that's going to be better than the others? No. But if it works and it gets you results, that's really what I want. That's really what I care about. So I hope I've answered your question. I just want to be honest about it. So. Thank you. That was awesome. I've been wondering right. about that for a long time. <laughs> and you, I get that question probably six, seven times a day. And I tell uh-huh. people the same thing I told them when I, when I was strictly using Reliable, and they would go to the page and they had those choices, and they go, what do we choose? I told them that. Even when I gave them the choice, I chose the best price point um, for, the, for, for the consumer. I didn't choose by brand or by uh, how expensive it was or how much we were getting paid. I chose the, what was the cheapest but effective brand that they had at the time because I wanted savings. I wanted people to get the highest level of results for the lowest lowest possible cost. That's what I'm all about. So I'm going to put the products on there. Some of them are going to be more expensive. And I got to tell you that the two other products we're bringing, um, like the 2000 the 10000 the Lupi, they're going to be more expensive because they're coming from a different part of the country, of the world, I should say, and the shipping is more expensive. And right now our, 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 our software, our, our shopping cart, can't differentiate between, you know, one shipping price and the other. So it's got to be absorbed in the actual price of the product. So that's why the prices are different because they're either more expensive um, to us um, or their shipping is more expensive because they're coming from a farther place, uh, whatever the case may be. So that's why they're different. But it's not necessarily... So they're all all pretty much the same quality. That's my overall belief, and and I've said it from day one, so I'm not going to change my story now that we have our own ATG products to sell that all of a sudden I, these are better than anyone else's. You know what? All, if it's real, if it's pharmaceutical, and it's triggering the, the body to release sore fat, I think it's people's personal opinion that they, they believe that they've done different protocols and one one felt better to them than the other, one worked better than the other, and that's their belief system. It may have been how they, they went about their eating, and they may have changed it up and actually were more clean. That's why they get better results. I really don't believe it's the it's the quality or the the name brand of the ACG that's giving people better results. I think it's the way they're going about the protocol. To be honest with you. So. And then for phase two, do you have a link for how you're supposed to exercise on phase two? I've always said. 
I, I mean, my link is basically we have the videos or workout, our workout, the exact workouts that we did are part of our, our part of our protocol that we have on our site. I mean, there's there they come with our packages. The people buy the complete packages, or you can actually get the videos themselves, download them. They're downloadable for like twenty five bucks or something on on the site. But um, we give people our high intensity interval training workouts that we did the exact workouts I did, the JI did to get the results, and they're simple. They're they're hard, but they're short. In time span, they're, they're meant to give you a maximum results, short period of time. Everything is meant to, to improve the process, but not have you doing it forever and doing it for a long period of time. And they go through phase, it goes through phase two and phase three, so it's actually nine, I think nine weeks of workouts or something like that. So, where is that link? I'm, I it's I under our, it's under our our products. If you go to our products page, um, you should see where it has our books and it has our individual recipe books separately, the the ebook separately, the hard copy, the 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 download the workout. It's called it's called Max Twenty Six Workout because you're supposed to do it for a maximum of twenty six minutes a day, three times a week. Okay, so Colin, thank you so much. All right, Holly, nice talking to you. All right, guys, we're you gonna too. Want, thank you. We're gonna wind down. So that's all the questions. I wanted to add one more note to these. For those of you who left them on the call, and those who listen to the podcast will get this. There's one thing that I did find out that. I noticed it all came together. A lot of lights went off. Jane and I did the protocol organically the first and second time. And I got down to literally, I think, 7.8% body fat, a little under 8% body fat. When we did the protocol again a year later and we're doing the experimenting with the book and trying different things, we did not do the protocol organically. We actually did our bulk shopping at Costco and we did the same foods, same recipes, um, you know, clean, strict, and got lean in the picture, even though I packed on more muscle over that year, in the pictures, my, my density looked the same, but my body fat percentage never broke 10%. And I got to tell you that I believe now, after thinking back and realizing, thinking, well, maybe I should have more. It didn't make sense to me, but now I realize I believe that eating organically and doing this protocol organically does not only render Better results because you're you're getting all the hormones and the chemicals and the crap out of your system, but also remember that it kept it kept my body's weight body weight stayed stayed the same for a very long period of time, um, and I do believe eating organically does render better long term weight results. And when we went back to uh, eating normally, and I think really it's because when the mark the, the market shifted, the economy shifted, and literally eating shopping at Whole Foods became hugely expensive, e-organic, and I wanted to make sure that not everybody had to be organic to actually lose weight. But I'm, I got to tell you that I've, ever since then, every, every time I've done a protocol for my, my research or whatever the case would be, I've never been able to duplicate the body fat levels that I did eating organically. And I think this, I think that has a huge part of it. And I got to tell you, with this pescatarian experiment that I'm doing right now, it is pretty much, I mean, I went and got free-range eggs and everything's kind of organic. Um, the fish is, is best we can is fresh. Um, and then there are, so there are some farmed, farmed like the salmon's farm. It's kind of hard to do, but it's it, a lot easier to eat organically during the pescatarian diet than it is eating the meats and the, you got to pay more for the organic chicken, beef, and what have you. But uh, I got to tell you that I really think that has something to do with it. So do you have to do the protocol and have success organically? No. Will you get better results? I truly believe in my heart of hearts you will. And keeping the weight off 
eating organically will last a lot longer. And if you, and if you continue to eat organically, it will be a lot easier. Because I really believe the hormones you're putting in this food is jacking up our bodies again. And it's actually slowly taking our hypothalamus back out of whack. And that's why we have to come back and go, hmm, why am I gaining weight? I'm freaking eating good. I'm, I'm exercising. What's the problem? And we, Jane and I eat pretty darn well. I mean, we, we're pretty consistent in our lifestyle. And we both said to go, look, man, we got to bust our ass to keep our weight within these, within, within these guidelines. And I'm telling you, I think it's because of the hormones we've been putting back in our diet. So we're going to clean it up and see. That's why I want to do it without ACG. I want to do this pescarian diet. I want to see if eating organically, eating the fish, getting the hormones out of my diet is actually going to, my body's going to react to it. If it does, it's going to prove my point that um, maybe organic is the best way to go. If you can afford it, if it's, if it's something a lifestyle you can continue to do, um, then make that your choice. All right, guys, I'm going to bid you adieu. I appreciate your attention span for being here for 90 minutes. I'm glad that people actually came on the call because I started this phone call today looking at a blank screen. And I was still going to do the show and give the information because, like I said, it, it doesn't matter if you're here or not today. It's whatever you can get information you can get tomorrow. So share the love. Go to iTunes and download the podcast. If you, while you're there, you can check the button and say share it to your Facebook page. Share this conversation with somebody. If you go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash V8CG Diet Coach, um, hit, hit uh, share and share the love on Twitter and Facebook. Um, to, for the record, uh, ACG Bites for Life has ACG um, on our site. It is available. It's priced well. We're really proud of what we've been able to accomplish. Um, it says nothing negative about Reliable. Uh, I think they got, they got stung, unfortunately. Um, but I do believe they'll be back, and, and everyone will have choices. Cho- choices are great. You know, having, having options. And that way, we just want to make sure we're not, we're not left out in the cold. If something happens and they get stung again, that we want to be in a position that we can always deliver um, our products and our services to people around the world. And, and I'm proud of the fact that we actually can ship to um, places that could not previously be able to get this, like Canada and the UK um, you know, and a lot of countries, like you got Israel, um, that, that are able to get this. And we had, you know, I mean, all over the world, man, um, had, somebody, had some military people in Kuwait that are on this protocol. Um, so it just feels good to be able to, to serve, and we're here to serve. So God bless. Love you bunches, and we'll talk to you soon.